Hey, this is Neon Nix. After every show, we leave that record button on so you can listen in to our after show. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss any of the shenanigans. Take a listen. Great show. He's a hero. <laughs> Just reading the, uh, the disclaimer, no animals were harmed in the making of this production. <laughs> well, unless they were listening to our jokes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Shame on me. Shame on me. I mean, yeah. we, we, are, we are animal lovers. We are not harming animals. Even though Remy just broke something else What'd in my apartment. What did he break? A little vase. A vase in my bedroom. A vase in my bedroom. <sighs> so now, granted, I think it was my fault because I had it. It wasn't in its normal spot. I had it down because I was cleaning it and forgot to put it back up. And he came and was like, oh, this is fun, mama. So that's why you guys heard me scream early on. Yes. I, like, I wonder if this has a tipping point. Hmm? Yeah. I wonder if she'll pay attention to me now. <laughs> so I have to tell you, I'm happy that spring is finally here. Joe and I got to play in our gym yesterday. We love being in the backyard. We just we cleaned up a bunch of litter because it seemed that trash day this year fell. The windstorms really occurred during trash day during the winter. And the amount of garbage that collected in the empty lot next to us, we filled up at least two recycle bins and one full garbage bag of just refuse. But it's looking pretty and all the pretty birds are out and the fat mama birds are out and all engorged and pregnant and they're so pretty. And the songs are just amazing. I just want to say my, my backyard is nice and cleaned up too. And, you know, I didn't touch a single thing. Yeah, <laughs> gardener, well, I haven't cleaned it up yet. My gardener came I, and did all my, my spring. I told cleaning. y'all that would be me. And um, I purchased an actual house and not a condo or apartment. Um, I'm not touching dirt. I don't do dirt. I'm with you. Man. And mm. so there will be a lot of, People making money off of landscaping out of my bank account, um, gardening and all of that stuff. Like, I think it's beautiful. We have a, a beautiful garden. My dad loved gardening. He had a green thumb. And, you know, my mom's from the South. So we had all kinds of vegetables in the backyard. I just not, I just didn't partake in any of that stuff. Yeah. I was like, this I is paid. nasty. There's a worm. Ew. There's a spider. Ew. Gross. <laughs> you know, you good really money have not to have to do it. Like What'd you say, Mario? What was I that, Mario? You know Right. I think, you know, your wheelhouse, right? Like I, oh, I, I, I wouldn't garden, right? like those are the things I would outsource. I mean, I can garden, but I, I wouldn't be good at it. I know that right? like it would, it would require a lot of effort. I'm just glad my hostas came back. That's it. Like they, there's like, I, I that's an, I, that's an easy one. Right. Um, yeah, and I'll garden so out front. I, good. That about spring because I'm like for y'all, Lizzie and, and Neo being in this area, it doesn't feel like spring, does it? No. I, I, I'm waiting for spring to actually stay. I think it's I think it, it depends on the person because you know, I'm someone who has my AC on all year round. But I did recognize that earlier this week it was a little chilly. Yep. It was a little chilly. Chilly today. Um so I mean uh, spring I is supposed to be an average of like 70 degree. Oh no, yeah, it has not been that. We've it's we've had either thirty that. or ninety. <laughs> it's yeah, it might yeah, average yeah. to seventy, but it's, it's like so. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just like all over the place. I mean, clearly global warming has hit us because we used to have seasons here, though. We used to have seasons. I, I would say it kind of started turning about like ten years ago. I noticed 
where we just stopped mm-hmm. having seasons. It was just hot, cold, hot, cold, then hot. <laughs> you know? And, and yeah. I noticed that in Finland, you know, the past, I would say the past decade that I go and visit because I lived there. I first moved to Finland in 1992. And back then, the average temperature did not really get above 83 degrees, right? That was a heat wave for the Finns back then. I, then as we embarked on the two thousand mid to mid to late thousands, I would go there and I noticed, okay, it's 90 fucking degrees here. Like folks are beet red, sweating. I'm a mess. My eyes are swollen because I have a very hard time with warm temperatures. My Finnish family even got an air conditioner, which is so rare in Finland. Like it's so rare. Mm-hmm. And so then that's when I started to notice, I'm just like, okay, this is climate change because the average temperature has just skyrocketed. And I remember one year living in, when I was still in New York, there was no snow in Finland, right? In January of all months in January, there was no snow in Helsinki in Finland. That's shutting, right. 30 to, in the thirties in New York, we had just come out of a blizzard. <laughs> and so I'm sending pictures to my Finnish mother, like, well, look a here, look a here. And she just <laughs> she was just like shaking her head because she knew like things were changing. No question. The environment was oh. changing. We don't have seasons um, anymore. So it goes straight it's, from it's, these crazy we days. Do, we definitely to don't have seasons. Great we, summer. we certainly but as chilly as it, it's been in DC, we don't have a winter here anymore. We really That's the other don't. thing. We don't even get a winter. Like, what yeah, do we, what did it like snow like once for real? With. It snowed once for real. We used to grow up with, you know, snowstorms. Uh, the schools were closed and it took a lot to get school, schools to close. Normally it was in the suburbs out in Maryland or Virginia, which is why, Maria, when you said you were from, was it Falls Church? Falls Church, yeah. That's why I recognize Falls Church because we would mm-hmm. always get notifications about false church school closings, but not in uh, D.C. But we would get, like, you know, school delayed two hours, which meant nothing. It, 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 that was just ridiculous. So, but now it it doesn't snow in D.C. Nope. I haven't seen a good snow in years now. I mean, I don't even count the last one we had, which was, like, three inches, I think, as a real snow. I was, I, I was so shocked, and I think I said I was, like, boasting to you, Rob. I'm like, it's snowed here. Like, finally, it's snowed here. It was gone within 24 hours. But yeah, we had snow it was, it was like two like weeks ago. <laughs> we had snow two weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't any accumulation, but it was it was unseasonably cool this spring. It was unseasonably cool, absolutely. And that was definitely the trend across northern Ontario, just, just speaking to other friends and whatnot. But yeah, like there's there's no denying that there's some climate shift happening no here and there. Climate shift. Rob, are there areas in Canada where it snows traditionally into the summer? Mm, nothing that I know of off the top of my head, but if I start thinking about the James Bay, Hudson Bay coast, I start thinking about northern Quebec. These are areas that are getting pretty far north. Um, okay. I know that as a young lad, I do recall a snowfall in the winter and that was or a snowfall in the summer. And it was just kind of the weirdest thing where it's just like, okay, so right. we were out golfing yesterday and there's half an inch of snow on the ground. I'm going back to bed. Fuck this. I'm, I'm going to wait for this to melt. I'm going back to bed. Yeah. I mean, but I- the biggest, the biggest change for us is the, um, the fauna 
is just to see all the different critters that are now coming up into a northern climate that have historically not been here. So now the variety of squirrels that are coming in to where we Ew. live, squirrels Ew. were not part Ew. of our ecosystem. We had cute little chipmunks that come and eat out of your hand. Ew. Not these scared you squirrels before. Not in my region. No, that's that's only been in the last mm-hmm. couple of years that they've migrated uh, this far north. Squirrels you can get snow in. Rats. You can get snow in squirrels summer on, in rats. the mountains, though. I, mean, oh, I, know I, was, God, yeah. I was on Pikes Peak in the mountains in in winter. Pikes Peak in in Colorado and. I was driving up there, and I'm. <laughs> it was all oh, summertime. Wow. I get up there, and it's like snowing, and, and it's like slippery. I, was about to, I thought I was going to die. So again, I went to. <laughs> I lived lying. in Colorado for five years. You know, I went to school in Colorado. Um, Colorado weather is very fickle. Mm-hmm. Like it's snowing in the morning, and then by three o'clock in the afternoon, it's seventy degrees. Um, Coloradans are typically prepared for a good May snow. So they still have a, a snowstorm coming this month. My good friend Danielle, years ago, she got married in May in Colorado. Um, and so I'm thinking, my dumbass thinking, I lived in New York at the time. So I flew out, brought like spring clothes, you know, open-toed <laughs> shoes, a nice little cute dress, and get to, you know, wake up that morning ready to go to the reception. And it was a blizzard. Oh, shit, <laughs> I have no clothes for this. We go to the reception. She got married at a country club on a golf course. We get to the reception. By the time, the, I'm sorry, the, the ceremony. By the time the ceremony was over, we walked outside. Beautiful, sunny skies. It was 70 <laughs> degrees. So it snowed for the, the ceremony. Reception time, it was, it was beautiful outside. And that's yeah, typical that's Colorado. Colorado. And that was weather. early May. That was early May in that year. So Probably, they, they have very... Weather. Olivia says, uh, to your point, your plants and soil know your hands. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, Johnny says, I love not, blizzards. We don't plant anything until after the first weekend in June. We don't plant anything outside. We've started all of our gardening stuff indoors already, but nothing goes in the earth outside until after the first weekend in June. And we learned that lesson a couple of years back when we lost everything that we worked so hard to grow indoors in the spring that's okay it's, they're, they're all lessons they're all lessons robbie how how hard do you guys compost uh during the winter um we have a spot in the yard that is designated for compost so we do kind of keep keeping it in that one spot throughout the winter so when the spring thaw comes it breaks everything down really really good uh, but then the ravens and the crows are more than happy when it's revealed. More than happy. But we have an actual compost bin uh, that we use just during the winter. It isn't uh, accessible. So we do have a spot in the yard that we use for that. So my Finnish mom, you know, was very and still is very into composting. He introduced me to it. Um, but I got to tell you, in the winter months when it was like 20 below and she, you know, had the bags ready to take out to the compost, which was would be technically the backyard. I would just be like, I'm not going outside. <laughs> like, it just made no sense to me. But I, you have to be dedicated to it. Like, there's no on and off composting. You know, you're either doing it or you aren't doing it. Yeah, so, and that's it. It's just your organic waste that it that turns back uh-huh. into soil and yeah. that you throw into your garden. It's right. It's a wonderful, yeah. it's a wonderful way to do things. Ade Briega says, it snowed once in February. In New York City, and that's it. Other than that, it's either forty degrees or eighty degrees, and the yo-yos back and forth. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's so, weird. Maria, I just wanted to ask, we only have a few minutes. I just want to ask about your podcast. So how is it going with the Pain to Power podcast? What, what was your, your to topic? Power. What was the topic last week? And so, so the topic is always pain to power leading with love. Um, but the, the guests are all different. So last weekend I had, um, I had Angel Carmel Pendergrass on, and she's a social media influencer. Um, I, you know, I kind of found her. I TikTok stalk people. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, I TikTok. I find people on TikTok or Instagram, and then I stalk them until like they agree to come on my show. We've had to and, do. And so it's so it's pretty cool because you know I find I some people who are willing like they you know I I found a lot of people that way but she her story is really great because she um she literally like in her forties after her second divorce was in this really like miserable state and she talks about the very beginning of the show how she um like didn't know anything about social media or anything and her daughter's like you should just go on tiktok it's great and she started watching and then like she just got this excitement of like i have a story to tell i want to tell my story and then she calls her daughter and she's like how do i post a picture (laughs) and and the funny thing is she says all this on the show but like literally before the show started she's like so my moderator is telling all my TikTok like fans to come to this site and like my moderator is going to do this and I'm like you have a moderator for your TikTok like, <laughs> that's pretty awesome employed to do this for you and like yet you didn't even know how to use like how to put a picture on TikTok like <laughs> six months ago right so it's yeah. just like to me it's amazing how people have like found their little niche of like who they are and their story and then help bring all these other people along. And what she does is a lot of what she does is talk to men about how they can understand the women and their relationships better and really talking Mm. to women about what it is that needs to, we need to recognize and understand about men to be able to kind of, kind of bridge the gap. A lot of it is bridging the gap. But so she, that that's it. A lot of people share different stories. So depending on who my guests are, Depends on where the conversation goes, but it's all about different people who have gone through painful moments in their lives and found their own voices and then helped others to find their voices the same ways. I love that. That's amazing. And tonight is about who is who again? So tonight is Shaharia Johnson and she, her story is, is truly like the most transformational pain to power story. She was in a domestic abuse situation um, where literally left for death. Yeah. Um, and she not only had to find her power mentally and emotionally, she literally physically That's in her clear. body had to had to recover from, you know, not being able to walk. Yeah. Um, and, and she was pretty young when it happened. And the experience was was, um, you know, was powerful and traumatic. But the ability to take that and to find her own power and then to help other women is just like that to me is just such a beautiful story of, of strength. And it has to be shared to me. I I think that's a lot of it. The podcast for me is, it's just like people have are walking around all over the world, having all these amazing experiences of just living life and moving through it. And, and I just think that that, that helps heal communities that help heals others to hear Mm -hmm. those stories, to know that you can move through pain that you can find your voice and your healing space and that you know what that journey is like because everybody has gone through it differently yeah uh gianni says that's that's very cool yeah all right unfortunately that's all the time we have so this was a interesting conversation um we will be back next week 
for another after show. And so, well, a couple of us will be back. We're not sure about you. Mel Amaya. might have some other. No, no. <laughs> Mel might have some other plans for you. Um, yeah, I think so she. We'll I think see. she was supposed. To, I think she was listening too. I'm surprised she didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't respond to it. <laughs> you wait till I tell. There's her. activity. I'm, at I'm your still going to do it. We're going to see if I make it back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for thank you for coming, Maria. Thank, thank you for coming. Thank yes. you for coming and joining thank us, Maria. Yeah, we do we appreciate, appreciate it. it. It was great to talk. To yeah, you we love we love having you. Your energy is fantastic, so we appreciate that. Yeah. Everyone, right. first week of May, so have a good week. Be very respectful in your Cinco de Mayo Cinco celebrations de Mayo. this week. Um, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. So do some research before you start claiming that. Um, but have a good week, everybody. Have a good week. Hey, says, cool show. See y'all next week. Tune in the TLS. Yeah, tune in the TLS.